Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Today we have part two of our interview with Audrey Beckett about how you, the viewing audience, are changing lives in India. India is on lockdown, they're facing a crisis, but we have famine relief efforts in children. Audrey Beckett is next. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a returning guest, Audrey Beckett, has been ministering in India for almost three decades, full-time, but she lives in America and, and she goes there so often, I've only been there a couple of times, that we now at this ministry, pray in Jesus' name, send about a tithe or even more of our operations budget directly to India through her ministry, friendsofarissa.org. Audrey, welcome to the program. How are you today? Thank you, I'm very good. So we've been reading in the news uh, and and it's now a crisis proportion. Over 414,000 citizens in India tested positive for COVID in one day, last week, Thursday, as of this taping. And, And it's sad because now up to a quarter million Indians have died of the virus. Uh, those are just the ones they're counting. There could be quadruple that number yes. of, of uncounted Indian citizens. The lockdown is now causing massive unemployment. They're, they're, they were in soft lockdown last year, now they're in hard lockdown, which means parents cannot work. Uh, children in the slums where we are feeding children are starving. Yes. If not for the food that you, the viewing audience, is able to donate, which we give 100% through Friends of Arissa. Where is Arissa and why do you work there? Arissa is just down from Calcutta on the Bay of Bengal, just to the south. And I think they're gonna put up a map which will make it clear where it is. Um, but it's the poorest and the least literate state in India. And I should say the government of India is trying to get food to its people. But there's 1.2 billion and growing population in India. And the government is doing everything they can. They had a surplus of food going into the year and they were able to help people. But now that's getting used up and pockets of areas don't have provision. And the slums in parts of Orissa are part of that problem. And so they provide some food, but not enough. So here are some children that we are feeding. Yes. And we do this through eight slum kitchens. Yes where we send in a pastor, a social worker, and a cook every day, seven days a week, and we feed countless children. Uh, I'm I'm gonna round off and say, if we had eight slum kitchens and each one fed 50 kids a day, that's 400 children we're already feeding. But the good news is we just got a matching grant to double that number. If people will participate today, we got an extra $60,000, which I've already distributed to you, uh, and you're distributing to them, But if we had another $60,000, we could double the number of slum kitchens from eight to 16, double the number of kids we're feeding every day from 400 to 800 kids. That's on top of the 300 orphans and children we're feeding in other centers since 2012, I think. Um, 1,100 kids per day could be eating 
If you, the viewing audience, will pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Call us right now to donate your matching gift. Maybe you can give $1,000. Maybe you can give $6,000 to help us dig wells. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Or give directly to friendsofarissa.org. That's where we send allocated money. Uh, and Audrey, why did you go to Arissa? Remind our audience why you picked that particular location. Why aren't you all over India? Well, God picked that particular location for me. I had been um, all over India, but in 1995, um, I was right on the border of Andhra Pradesh and Arissa. And the Lord said to me, I want you to go into Arissa spy out the land, find out what I'm doing, and yeah. seek me for what I want you to do. And support the Christians who are already working there. Exactly, well, talk to pastors, find out what God had called them to do, and help them to accomplish that. Amen. So lots of different programs, different <clears throat> places, because we're following what God is leading and how he's saying we need to do things. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll find out how digging wells, and we have water pumps for the, the families of persecuted Christians who otherwise would have to rely on their persecutors for water right after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now, there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. Prayinjesusname.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Uh, so Audrey Beckett leads friendsofarissa.org. Our ministry gives a tithe of our operations budget to help uh, directly. And, and, and if you give a designated offering today, when you call 866-Obey-God, we'll send not only 100% of what you pledge, but we will also double and match that because we have a, a wealthy donor who just pledged 
uh, and has, has sent $60,000 to help us raise your donations. If you can help, we need 60 people to give $1,000 each. Audrey, where is this money going? And talk about the wells that we're digging. Yes, well, every time you work with a village or an area, region, you realize the needs more. And so, the hmm, as people began to follow Jesus, um, their villages would begin to persecute them and stop they told them they couldn't use the community well. They would beat them up. They would kick them out of their homes. They would take their livestock if they had any, and they would send them out and just throw them out. Wow. And so when we found that out, last year we helped 153 families that were persecuted, that were pushed out of their villages, and they're squatting in government land, and they don't have water. They have to walk to get water. And so it became apparent they, we gave them seed to grow crops last year and they grew cauliflower, which they were able to sell some in the market. Now we're realizing they really need wells. And so we've started to dig these wells and many of them in the traditional way where you actually dig down in the well and then you put these cement, round cement tubes down in so that you get to the water and then they're able to pull the water up by buckets. And we've done now 15 of those new wells. In many areas, there's large stones and you're not able to just drill down like you would for a tube well. Then as we started to do that, we realized, oh, look at all these villages that have a well, but it's been destroyed. The pump is broken or somebody's done something and it no longer works. Now about 10 years ago, the government of India funded hundreds or even thousands, thousands of wells all over the country. Exactly. But those wells have broken down and instead of us digging a brand new well, we can just repair the pump and for a fraction of the cost, fraction. up to 45 extra wells can be refurbished and giving, again, for persecuted Christian families to have access to drinking water. Right, well, and many of these villages, when the Christians come in and we refurbish the well, put in the new pump and all of that, we put in a big cement um, area so that they don't all get dirty and muddy as they're trying to get water and it directs all the water into one spot. Um, what we're finding is that the Hindus, these are mixed villages, and so the Hindus actually come and ask if they can use the well, and we say, of course. Isn't that amazing that the Hindus had booted out the Christians, and now that the Christians have wells, we are giving them water freely. Exactly. Isn't we're that a contrast? Back in and repairing those wells. And there's also irrigation. We're going to show yes. some of the pumps now. Yes. We have like fire hose systems that come from the from the well out to the fields where you're buying seeds, vegetable seeds, not just rice. Uh, here's a picture of one of the irrigation pumps. Yes. Uh, and look at the field uh, behind them. You can see acres of vegetables that are now being uh, uh, supplied the water. Yes, they've always had to rely on monsoon rains, which come for two months, water all the rice and any other crops that they have, and that's it. And then you get one other residual crop after that, which is not nearly as good a crop, but at least they can grow something, raggy or one of the millets in this residual moisture. But with pumps, 
we're able to grow a third crop, which makes all the difference to bring them out of poverty. So and instead so, of just two, two growing seasons, there's three growing seasons in a calendar year. Yes, yes, and, so, and they can grow much better things with the irrigated water. So in the areas where there's lots of water, we've just put three pumps into three different areas. Now through your donations, we're able to expand that and we're gonna do far more pumps. We have to get a pretty high horsepower pump to be able to pump the water for the irrigation. But it's really working well. And so as the Lord and funds are provided, we're able to expand what we're learning on a very small scale. And here's the irony, you, you've been buying seeds, or actually you have a rotating loan fund, zero yes. interest, we don't yes. charge interest, right. whereas the, the landlords have been charging exorbitant interest for well, the, the money lenders. Right, the money lenders. We, 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 give, we, we practically give away the seed money to literally buy vegetable seeds, and then the pastors, as they grow a bumper crop, they sell a third of it at the market, they eat maybe some of it, they donate some of it back to the Hindu neighbors who were persecuting them are now getting food from our land, from the same farmers that they kicked out of the village. The, the irony here is that as they are able to pay back just the seed money, right. we put it back in the revolving fund to buy more seeds for other farmers. Right. This well, is, has a multiplying effect. Because there was 153 persecuted families last year, now we've discovered another 200 plus families that have been persecuted in other parts of Arissa, and we're helping them this year also. We're just starting to help them. Yeah, But just, we could do more if people would donate. We would, and we need it now because the monsoons start at the end of June to the middle of July, and we need to get the seed in the ground before the monsoons come. Ah, uh, yes. So right now we're at this short window. So we've been taking whatever money we have <clears throat> and putting it into seed and wells. We have to get the wells in place before the monsoons come. And then those will fill up because you've got the groundwater that's going down during the monsoons and it'll fill up those wells. And this is amazing. Yeah, so it's very important. That's why we're asking you, the viewing audience, to please pick up the phone right now and donate or pledge to donate, whatever you can. We need 60 people to give $1,000 each because we already have a matching grant of $60,000 that's already been given to us, but if we could double that, then we can double not only the number of slum kitchens from eight feeding 400 to 16, feeding 800 kids per day, plus the 300 orphans and children we're already feeding, up to 1,100 children per day. But we need $6,000 right now to help dig or 15 brand new wells and refurbish countless other existing wells that have gone dry or, or their pumps are broken. We can get water to the Christian villages and they can become sort of the landlord, like, like to, to bless their neighbors for free. Um, we're not making money at this, the Christian families are not, but it's organized through the pastor's network that Audrey Beckett has been developing over the last 25, 30 years. She knows the people on the ground, we have trusted agents, uh, it, it's, it's totally legal, it's above board, it's uh, registered with the government, and we are, are blessed to work alongside the India government right. to provide social workers, to provide, and they go into these slum areas and they help register non-registered families who don't have the paperwork to receive any government subsistence. Sometimes the unemployed parents of the kids that, are, that we're feeding, 
those parents can end up on the government registry, which gives them added benefits because of the social workers we're hiring. Right. Uh, this is a complex operation. Yes, well, and we're also helping. It's not just with the food. We are teaching these children. We're, being, we're acting as tutors because, you know, all the schools are closed. Yeah. And so we are helping these kids with school lessons. We're teaching them. Bible songs, we're teaching them about the Bible. Literacy. You have given, yeah, children's Bibles. We printed a thousand children's Bibles, uh, full color. Full I mean, color. Hard, co hard cover uh, with, with illustrations, you know, Jonah and the whale, Daniel in the lion's den, the story of Jesus. Right. And these pastors who go in with the social worker, with the cook, they feed the kids, and then they get Bible lessons. Audrey, how much would it cost us to print another thousand Bibles? Well. They are gorgeous and they are expensive. They're almost $4 each. If we print a larger quantity, we could get a little better price. But that was about $4,000 to be able to do those thousand. Yeah. But they're wonderful, they're very sturdy, they last, yeah. the kids love them. And they learn to read. And they learn to read, yeah. Isn't that amazing? And so we pass them out in the, in the group and, and the different children will pass them and read because they're at their level. They're about a fourth grade level um, of reading. We need one donor to give $4,000 today. Yeah. And, and honestly, if, if you pick up the phone, if, if I hear somebody gave $4,000, I'll print another thousand Bibles. We'll do it. Yeah. But, but we need you to pick up the phone and call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Yeah. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Audrey Beckett about turmeric mills. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there and we've been helping widows. Like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. 
empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Uh, we've been funding the, with a tithe of our operations budget here at PrayInJesusName.org, India, uh, and particularly Friends of Orissa and Audrey Beckett and your ministry, you've been working there for decades. Uh, we're gonna show some of the tarps that we put Good. on the ho homes. They're, these are not only persecuted Christians who are living in mud huts, but when the monsoons come, when the rains come down heavy, they have a leaky roof. So and this was during the cyclone where the winds are just 80, 100 miles an hour and they just blow everything. What? Yeah. So, so, so show some of these uh, families, not only Christian families, but Hindu families, yes. about half Christian, about half Hindu. Our pastors are going door to door and saying, would you like to have a dry home? And we've been funding tarps to put over and they're so thankful. Some of the widows that we've heard from say, this has changed their life and they believe in our God because he loves them. Yeah, exactly. So besides the tarps, and we talked about the persecuted families, we talked about the children in the slum kitchens, there's a different section of the country now out in the tribal lands where we're funding turmeric mills to help multiply their own economy. What is that? Yes, well, it's become very apparent that with pastors, they need to be able to be self-supporting. We need to have a way that we can help the pastors. Now we've tried various different things. We've done f farming for them and kitchen gardens and different things. We've done, we've helped them with, some of them are vendors and they go around door to door selling vegetables during the day and then they're pastors at night. And some of them paint houses. Well, we needed other ways of being able to help them. And in Condomal, which is one of the districts in Orissa, they It's the have rural part, the tribal region. The tribal region with a lot of forests. And they grow there a turmeric, which the Indian people use practically at every meal, the turmeric. And it's a special quality, it's the best quality in India. And I thought it was all high. curry. When I eat Indian food, I think curry, but. Well, what do you think they put in it? What makes curry is turmeric. What? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, so they, they um, and this has a lot of medicinal qualities, <clears throat> this particular, because of something in the soil. Yeah. And so what we've done is we started over 2,000 self-help groups years ago when we first started back in 2000. And these women's self-help groups, they'll go out in the, forest and pick turmeric, they'll also grow turmeric in small patches. So we are buying this year the turmeric from these self-help groups. We've set up two turmeric mills where they grind it and then they package it. And we are now just starting to set up a network among 250 pastors where they can go village to village, sell the turmeric and make enough money to be able to support the ministry that they do yeah. among the people and, and telling and, them about Jesus. And each of those pastors are able to not only feed their family, but they feed a child development center that teaches literacy. There's a tutoring center, uh, supplement the government schools, right? right? And then community development centers where the Christians and even non-Christians gather to support each other in these community development centers. We've been building buildings, uh, not only support the educational needs, but the church is able to meet for worship. Exactly. Talk about the masks. We have just three minutes left. Oh, but, yes. But we have some of these uh, uh, personal entrepreneur enterprises we're funding are tailoring or sewing centers. Right. We fund sewing machines and we train people to 
feed themselves and they've been sewing masks because of the COVID crisis? Yeah, early on in the first few weeks of it, we sewed 6,000 masks because the Indian government during the initial lockdown, if people were out on the streets without masks, they would beat them because they had to get into shelter because that's the way that they were keeping the the COVID from spreading. Yeah. And so we would go out on the streets and there's many crossroads in Arissa and people were trying to get home, laborers, um, they'd shut off all the buses, trains, there was no transportation. And so they would walk. And then the police, when they saw them out on the roads without masks, would beat them. So we provided masks out on the streets before we could even buy them from the, the dispensaries that the yeah. Indian government set up. Then we were able to buy huge quantities from the, the um, dispensaries where they dispense medicine from the Indian government and we were able to give many more. But initially in the early stages, we had to make them. And so women were sewing constantly yeah. to make these masks for the people and, besides and for the, our children also. Besides the homemade masks, the bulk masks have to be bought in packets of 500. 500. And, and if you're a person without a mask, you can't even buy one. Th that's the problem. You can't, you can't buy a single mask. You have right. to buy them 500 at a time. We bought thousands of those thousands. and gave them out by the Christians right near the local police station so that the police would know, hey, the Christians are good people. They're helping us comply. They're helping us not to have to beat our fellow citizens exactly. because everyone has a mask. And thanks to the Christians, we're hand in glove with the government. We now have government approval for a lot of the things you're doing. Exactly. We have just a minute left. Would you lead us in prayer? Yes. Father, I am just so thankful that you love us, that you care for us, that you know us by name. And Father, I'm just, I'm asking, Lord, that you would provide what's needed as much as we can help people in Arissa. Father, we ask for the funds to do it, that our pastors would be the ones that would be helping hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands of people now. We have a network of over a thousand pastors. And Father, we're asking, and leaders, that... that uh, <laughs> We're just thankful. Lord, we're thankful for everything you're doing. And we bless your name in the power and the authority of Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You have seen what we're already doing. I'm asking for you to help us multiply what we're already yes, doing. Yes. And we need 60 people to pledge $1,000 today. I know we, we may not reach 60, but we already have matching funds of 60,000, right. right? We've already allocated that pledge. We need you to match what somebody else has generously pledged to help us feed children, feed orphans, up to 1,100 kids. We're gonna dig 15 new wells. We're gonna print another 1,000 Bibles. Uh, we're gonna empower these pastors. We're gonna multiply the, the food that is being sown through the irrigation, through the crops. Persecuted Christians are thriving because of your gifts. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Operators are standing by to take your gift. And if you designate, just say, this is for India, we'll send 100% of it to India and then double it through the matching grant we've already received. Call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, 
you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.